0: Welcome to Hallmark Up with Mary and Sarah. Christmas movie number two. A Christmas scavenger hunt. Let's think about, obviously we predicted this one a bit and we're going to recap. So our main character is Belinda and she's coming back home to her small town because her friend is engaged and to meet her fiance. And she is also working on a deal that she has to close in the town so she can make junior partner. Of course. At her real estate firm.
1: Yes. And that deal is selling the town's historic mill. So it can be turned down and, I don't know, turned into luxury condos or some shit. And so,
0: you know. It's currently operating as, as a museum. As a
1: museum. So anyways, so it turns out the town has an annual scavenger hunt. And the way they do this scavenger hunt is these grown-ass adults put their names in hats and have their names chosen. And it looks like always like opposite sex pairs. Yeah, as if randomly it's like though. A middle school totally. snowball dance. Yeah, absolutely. It's and very so, bizarre. You know, get a partner. It, it would seem always of the opposite sex, not of your choosing. To complete the scavenger hunt with you. So Belinda does this. Now her
0: dad. Played by Tom Arnold, formerly married to Roseanne Barr. Right.
1: So good old Tom Arnold games the scavenger hunt partner picking and puts her with her ex-boyfriend, Dustin, who she never fell out of love with, who broke her heart when she left for college 10 years ago. That's right. Never mind that she currently has a serious boyfriend in the city, Logan.
0: Named Logan, yes. And actually, as it turns out, Belinda's a bit unsure about what to do because... Dustin actually works at the museum that she is looking to close a deal on. So that's always in the back of her mind. And I have to admit, like, saying her name Belinda is making me think of another podcast that I'm going to plug here. Uh, my dad, my dad, dad wrote, wrote a porno, porno. And I really <laughs> can't think of anything else now
1: except Belinda Blake. That's going to change the whole entire recap. What was the name of the book And that? It was like Belinda... Belinda
0: Blinda Blinda blinked. Blinked. That's right. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Or
0: blinked. I can't remember. I think. I think it's Blinda 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 blinked. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> now could totally change this movie for me. But anyway, so they start off on their pairing up. Of course, Logan is delayed in his travel plans to come meet them at her dad's house um, from the big city. I mean, it's a quite a modern day scavenger hunt where they have to get text messages with the clues and then they have to take a photo with their mobile phone. So, I mean, it's it would be,
1: I would say, I would agree with you that it's a modern day scavenger hunt except for the fact that whoever planned this clearly didn't do the most basic freaking thing that you do if you plan a modern-day scavenger hunt, which is
0: like, I don't know, estimate the times and put them in a calculator. I know. It is it is ridiculous. And this is truly, like, another Hallmark Bingo, like, just marathon. And they they are going through a list on purpose of things that will appear on okay, the Hallmark Bingo. Okay, so camp.
1: in one day, and all of this while it's still daylight, mind you, and this is December, and so daylight only lasts to like, 5 p.m. They do the following things. They cut down a Christmas tree. They deliver the Christmas tree to a lonely older gentleman. They decorate Mr. the Brogue. Christmas tree. Mr. Brogue. We'll come back to Mr. Brogue. We will. They decorate Mr. Brogue's Christmas tree. They bake and build a gingerbread house, presumably from scratch. We have no indication that they did
0: otherwise. Right. They, they build a snowman. They build a snowman. And then they, during the snowman moment, they decide they like have some time to take like a walk down Covered Bridge memory lane to talk about... Why he maybe broke
1: her heart before college. Right. And we'll come back to that in just a moment. What else do they do between the hours of like 10 and 5? They um, Santa
0: Claus wish. They and they meet the Santa little Claus. boy. Who...
1: They meet a little boy who wants his mother in the army to be home for Christmas and somehow find a way to grant his Christmas wish. That's because right. That's how that's that works. That's possible.
0: The snow globe, which is my favorite. Because oh, I yeah. totally knew that would happen. They had to find a snow globe. They had to a find specific a globe. one. A we specific think. one we with we a, reindeer. Like a
1: reindeer is what it seems like. They had, and then they had to make sugar cookies. And this was not when they were like already in the kitchen doing the gingerbread cookie. This is like much later. They're like, okay, now you have to go back to the kitchen and make
0: sugar cookies. They had one kind of confusing clue, which they which they thought could be interpreted in many different ways, and they had to come up with what that was. And they had to do random acts of kindness towards a stranger, which actually was d- decorating the that tree. That was when for they Mr. went back Brogue. and decorated
1: yeah. the tree for Mr. Brogue. Yeah. And again, then we'll
0: come back the to. last, oh, toy drive. They toy got drive. Got toy they drive. drive. They had to, had to like volunteer a to toy
1: drive or something.
0: And And then then, um, the last thing they needed to do was sing a Christmas carol, like back at the town hall or wherever the hell they were.
1: It's very unclear how they picked a winner for this because like, I I thought it was just whoever finished first, but it doesn't seem to have worked that way. I don't know. We'll come back to the winner. So anyways, so back to um, a couple of important things that happened here. Number one. um, Okay. So Mr. Brogue, first of all, um, was clearly a friend of Belinda's mother who is now deceased. Um, Belinda, Like our heroine last week, um, is the daughter of a single dad at this point in history. And so anyways, Mr. Brogue reminisces in vague terms about Belinda's mother and says something like... Oh, Dustin, I remember your mother talking about a young man by the name of Dustin that her daughter was crazy about. That wouldn't be this Dustin, would it? Like, nobody thinks this is awkward.
0: Um, No, sorry, that's the other Dustin in town. And at one point, he even says, oh, you have eyes like your mother. Right. Which isn't creepy at all if some old man said that to you that you didn't really know very well. So, I
1: mean, we'll come back to this. So that's Mr. Brogue. Then we've also got the moment under the covered bridge or near the covered bridge or somewhere in relation to the covered bridge, Where Dustin explains to Belinda the real reason he broke up with her when they were supposed to leave for college together and she ended up leaving for college alone. And it was because um, his dad lost his job and so he had to stay home and get a job and support the family. But like really he still loved her and he didn't didn't tell her that was the reason that he was breaking up with her because he didn't want to hold her back.
0: Right. We were not quite sure why... Why he didn't tell her that at the time, but he did. I don't really see why that would have like held her back.
1: I don't know how many 18-year-olds just like decide not to go to college because their boyfriend... I don't know. Maybe I'm overestimating 18-year-olds. That's um, right.
0: So, And then also, we talked about this Christmas Santa Claus wish, where a kid definitely wishes for his mother to come home from the army, which... Whatever, that's not possible.
1: And the explanation given for this, and mind you, this seems to happen in the same day. So, so the explanation oh, yeah, given for right. this, really yeah. the explanation given for this is that there's like a military section of the museum, and they have connections. So at some point, Dustin like picked up the phone and just sort of made it happen. So this kid's mother, from morning to evening flew home from Afghanistan, from Afghanistan or, or,
0: worked, or, or, or I guess maybe drove from down the street because I don't know how else she was right like inside. I don't know so it's very
1: unclear how how little Dustin who works at this historic mill museum in Deersfield I don't know what state we're in actually oh, yeah. never told has this sort of influence with this kid's mom's Higher-ups. But you know what? It's the magic of Hallmark.
0: Christmas is a time for miracles. Christmas so, is a time for miracles. You know, and we are reminded of that. Anything's possible at Christmas time, of course. I did like when they go find the snow globe. They actually had to go to two different places to look for the snow globe. One was like an antique place. And of course, they had antiques. The antique snow globes but not exactly what they were looking for but they also had some antique lockets that were like quite important to belinda because her mother used to have one of her and her father and mm-hmm. a picture of them inside the locket and she told the story with like plenty of sadness but lovely memory and anyway after they left that antique store they went to see mrs murphy their old teacher who did not look like she could have been more than about three years older than them but she was our token person of color and she had a reindeer globe and talked to them about them how being cute at prom. they were a
1: prom together. And we were like, there's no way this woman chaperone their prom. No. She's like thirty-five, tops.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and like it was not quite enough age difference there. Well,
1: I don't know. She could have been an exceptionally young teacher at the time. That's I don't true. know Maybe if they were 18 and teacher. she was like twenty-three yeah. or something. I Is guess it? that's And that's a bit that's always a bit weird. That I could have happened. Lied. I mean, like
0: it, it it's unlikely, like numerically, but it could have happened. When we spent a lot of time in some of these First half of the day, I guess, on this, this scavenger hunt. And then they cr- I felt like they really crammed in like the toy drive, the hard clue, the secret mission to get the mother back clue, the baking cookies, and then we arrived back at the town hall and we still don't think know if it's dark outside or not. It's been sunny and bright and amazingly fine. I just fine don't think whoever wrote this time.
1: movie has ever like chopped down a christmas tree and put it in a christmas tree stand and decorated it cuz that's like half a day right there, if not the whole
0: day. And they made a gingerbread house and baked cookies in that same day. Right, like like the, these are not these are not quick tasks. And they decorated apart. the tree. I and, forgot about that. And they decorated the cookies. Like, they decorated the cookies too did
1: and built a
0: snowman. Like this, this just I I think it's like not feasible unless they started before dark and finished after dark, which there was no evidence. You on know, whatsoever. I think we're just gonna have to write
1: this off as a Christmas miracle, and that's how it's gonna be.
0: Well, and luckily, this one was you know not not only was the Christmas miracle that the mother did appear at when they w- were at the awards ceremony for the scavenger hunt, the kid's mother, yeah, the kid's mother, yeah, sorry, Mister Brogue gave a love came to the event and he gave a lovely speech where he said, don't worry everyone. I'm going to save the mill. We also had already raised $15,000. So I don't know. He didn't give any indication. I don't think about what that meant or how I was going to do that, but everyone applauded and Mr. Brogue comes out a hero, right? So they save the mill
1: and he really credits his decision to donate the money to save the mill to the fact that this lovely young couple and he does use the word couple which I don't know how Logan felt about that but he did use the word couple. Oh, and Logan is here by now. And Logan is here by now. He has since come and noticed that his girlfriend is really hitting it off with her ex and like he gives every indication of feeling like slightly awkward about that but not really. He's very busy on his mobile phone. Right. With work. Anyways so Mr. Brogue attributes his decision to the fact that this lovely young couple came and spent time with him and brought him a Christmas tree and helped him decorate it and it really like gave him the Christmas spirit or whatever and now he wants to help the town cool so the mill is saved the mill is saved and the scavenger hunt is over and now we've got like a disturbingly small amount of time in the movie left to resolve the fact that she's still with another dude
0: i noticed it was like maybe less than 15 minutes to go yeah including the ads and we weren't really sure how they were gonna wrap this up really tightly because her and logan were still together but there was some chemistry with Dustin and I wasn't quite sure if she really felt it yet until she had a moment where she sat down with Tom Arnold, her dad, who to me, I couldn't help but notice seemed to have a cold the entire time. Like, or maybe he needs to have his adenoids out or something. Cause he just didn't sound normal. But anyway,
1: so anyways, um, I think that we really deep down inside already knew how they were going to resolve this because anytime in a Hallmark movie, you have this sort of love triangle where like, you know, somebody's with the wrong person, it's always ended extremely amicably. That's very true. Like nobody's ever hurt the way people are normally hurt when people break up from each other. It's always a completely mutual breakup. It's never like nobody can ever be sad.
0: And it was also driven a little bit at the very end. So eventually they fi- finished the awards at the scavenger hunt or whatever. And strangely enough, they don't win, Dustin and... Belinda. They don't win the scavenger hunt. Her friend, who's engaged, they won. And so as soon as they announce that, kind of, Belinda and Logan leave the party. And her friend immediately says to Dustin... You have to go after her. She says something like, why don't
1: you go after her? Yeah. Or like, why Why did you go- let her go? Like, why or- did you let her go? Something like that. And I'm kind of like, because she's with someone else. That's and he's right. And we both her, started like- laughing
0: and said that same thing at the same time. Just like, oh, because she has a fiance. And, and he kind of didn't really respond, I don't think. But then again, we were laughing so hard we might have noticed. But
1: anyway, she's
0: not going to... Be with Logan for much longer because, yeah, that's very obvious. In fact, she probably only three more minutes topped because we're running out of time here because first- we're running out of time here <laughs> yeah. in this movie. So,
1: anyways, so Belinda breaks up with Logan, and it's very like, Oh, you know what? You're so right. And it's very like, it's I, right. I'm I hope you have either. a wonderful Christmas. Yeah,
0: everyone's merry Christmasing, and everybody I'm
1: merry on. Christmases. They really want the best for each other, they really want each other to have lovely Christmases and to get everything they want in life. And what they want in life is just different, yeah. and so that's right, that's fine and everybody's happy and he's going to go back to the city and spend a nice Christmas with like his sister, I think, or something. And she's going to stay in Deerfield, wherever that is.
0: So we have Christmas dinner then, which potentially still on the same day. Maybe they had different clothes on. I can't remember.
1: Oh, I don't know. I didn't check. So, oh yeah. So in between, obviously, um, Belinda and Dustin get together. Of course. In case, I'm not sure if that was.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot. If so you were in suspense or not. We, I know. I know it's a really big surprise. Sorry to spoiler alert. it. So yeah. But.
1: So they, they get together and then everybody has Christmas dinner and Belinda's dad is there and Mr. Brogue is there.
0: Oh, and Belinda's dad's new girlfriend. And Belinda's dad's to talk new about girlfriend. Jenny, who, we forgot who to talk of course, about. Belinda is totally fine with now and everything's great.
1: And everybody's really glad that Belinda's dad is finding love again.
0: everyone's in love again except Mr. Brogue So for Mr.
1: Brogue, we'll come back to Mr. Brogue he he deserves that's right. he deserves He's a little bit, a bit of time of, like you know a little bit of a little bit of time that we're gonna talk about him. So yeah, I mean so anyway, so then there's Christmas dinner and, and like a, a
0: gift a gift guess what the gift is. It's unbelievable. It's such a surprise. It is a locket that's hanging from a... Well, first of all, he writes her like another scavenger hunt clue, but he doesn't text it to her, which I thought was kind of tacky. but (laughs) (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) How dare he not text it to her? How dare he not follow the rules of the scavenger hunt? But anyway, so she goes and she reads this clue that he wrote in a card, and she goes to the Christmas tree and hanging on the tree is a locket, and... Mary was like, "Oh my God, I bet there's gonna be a wedding, an engagement ring in there." And I was like, "I will fucking kill someone if there's a wedding." Because <laughs> they've been there.
1: back together for like forty-eight hours. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It would be but ridiculous. Like, honestly, was the last time that stopped someone in a movie? I know, movie?
0: I know, and they so, hadn't even seen each other for like ten years because she said she barely went home. And then, like within a day, literally, they were to get engaged. But, but thank they didn't. goodness they there was didn't no ring. Take it there. there
1: was just a photo in the locket. There was not it a ring. There was a in photo the of them
0: from the scavenger hunt, and every and they kissed and, like, everyone's happily ever after. Right. Fine.
1: So we almost forgot to talk about this magical moment that happens halfway through the scavenger hunt, and this happens as Dustin's truck is just pulling up to whatever the general store is or whatever, where they're about to meet Santa Claus, and he's playing some Christmas tunes, and we hear this one that we've literally...
0: We had to buy it. Yeah. It's it's by a gentleman named Todd her her herfindahl you did get to feature it in our uh opening segment and todd we genuinely paid if you want me to get your permission and you're listening to this please feel free to reach out i wasn't quite sure how to get hold of you but it it, it's called santa's got something for you which is a fun title (laughs) it's a suggestive title it's provocative it's um a little bit saucy. We, we didn't, I, I have to admit, we haven't listened to the whole track yet. So we only have in our mind what Sand has got. And, and in fact, if we go back to Belinda blinks like it's totally a different song. This is
1: true. This is true. If we were on a different podcast, this would be an entirely different song. But what impressed me about this song is the number of times he rhymes the word year.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: he starts out with something like, it's that time It's getting really near to that time of year with, like, people who are dear and Christmas cheer or something like that. Let's see. So can we, yeah, can we get a quick...
0: The words are... The best time of year is finally here. Twelve days of love for those who are dear. Keep all your dreams safe and near. There's still so much left to do. Santa's got something for you. Let's just hear a little bit left to do Santa's got something for you That's a good bingo congratulations.
1: Let's talk a little bit about
0: our bingo moment. Yeah, I think the one that I I mean there's so many obvious ones which I think is a bit unfair with this because you would have you could have won in probably the first I don't know, 20 minutes, which I feel is a the theme this year. <laughs> they're just like yeah. overloading them. Usually maybe they stick to like one or two cliches or maybe even five, but this year it's like 10 or more yeah. immediately. So I'm going to say, well, this is one of my favorite ones. It's definitely um, on the, on a bingo card, on the template, which are now available at hallmark.com If you want to download a few copies for yourself to play along at home. The fact that she is trying to make partner, that's often a, a thing. And it doesn't necessarily, You, it, sometimes it's unclear what industry she works in. Right. This one, we knew it was real estate, um, but she was trying to make partner. That has happened many, many times before and is definitely, and along with that, even though it's not, you actually can't fit it on the bingo square, she ends up being okay with not being partner and staying in the town.
1: Though it's kind of unclear whether she's staying in the town or like what
0: she's, I I don't know. That's true. We didn't really close that out, but like usually they're willing to sacrifice their partnerhood thing that they're right. Like dealing with for their new partner.
1: Right. Oh my gosh. I know. Symbolism. Crap. Symbolism. Anyway,
0: so that's my Hallmark Christmas bingo moment. What about you, May? So I think that a bingo
1: moment that we haven't talked a lot about until now, but that's something that very frequently happens in Hallmark movies is someone One or two generations older, giving them a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And being like, oh, I thought you guys were together. Huh, huh, huh."
0: Oh, And that happened
1: all over the place in this movie. That's true. They must have felt so awkward. Because, I I don't know, we should have kept track of the number of older people that were like, Oh, you guys aren't together? Mrs. Murphy did that. The dad definitely did that. The dad said, and I wrote this down because it was kind of remarkable. When she first comes home and she says she ran into Dustin, the dad says, and I quote, you guys used to be in love, right? So weird.
0: Like he doesn't say, oh, you guys used to date, right? He says, you guys used to be in love, right? he thinks about their kid in high school being in love with anyone. Because everybody knows when you're like 18, right? Sorry for anyone who married their high school sweetheart. But like the, the chances of that actually turning into something real, especially these days. Very, very long. Well, especially when it's not someone who married their high school
1: sweetheart, it's someone who broke up with their high yeah.
0: school sweetheart. And you don't <laughs> so. your dad wouldn't be like, Oh, you guys were in love. No, there's no way.
1: So, anyway, so you've got the dad making comments like that, you got Mr. Brogue, you got Mrs. Murphy, you got basically like every like person they run into who like knew them in high school is like, Oh yeah, you too. You guys
0: were the cop the, the thing. Yeah,
1: right. And no, so yeah. You're right. That's a good one. So, how about our uh, hashtag relatable moments?
0: Yeah, I—I I mean, this was hard because this was, like we said, super cheesy. This, 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 this—I think the re- hashtag relatable is going to continue to be a challenge, and we did quite struggle on this one. But I did notice that, uh, and I and I, we saw her like childhood bedroom several times in the film, but um, I noticed probably like three quarters of the way through the film. She had a twin bed in her childhood home, which most people do if their parents still live in their in their childhood home, I guess, and um, that's where she had to sleep. And it we it, we laughed about that because we remember we're reminded of uh, my one of my favorite Saturday Night Live sketches where they did with Jimmy Fallon just do it in my twin bed, and coming home for the holidays, and you are at home with your new boyfriend and. You know, so in the twin bed. Now, obviously, no one was doing anything in anything in the twin bed because this was a Hallmark movie. That's right. And so, in fact, this was only 24 hours. So we don't even know where. We didn't even see that guy's house, I don't think.
1: No, we might not have. I don't know. It was very unclear whose house they made gingerbread in. That might have been his house.
0: No, I think she asked where her dad was. Oh okay Well, never I don't know I, how know. I, I don't I, I I don't know. I don't know. We never saw his house so maybe he also has a twin bed but, but that's why. and then they're in trouble but um but that's my hashtag relatable because now my parents do not do no longer live in my childhood home um but I did have a twin bed there which I actually think I took to college with me come to think of it when I moved into an apartment. Oh really? Yeah, I had like a day bed and a trundle bed so then like and which popped up to the same height as the other bed. So oh, then nice. I essentially could have a boy stay over, but don't tell my parents. Oh, Sarah's parents.
1: <laughs> please go in back. In college, no. Sarah's parents. If you're listening, please go back in time about two minutes and then fast forward two minutes. That's
0: right. That would be good. If you and could, so. maybe, maybe we'll just cut that. No, no, no. It's funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that was, that was my hashtag relatable. What about you? Um, so my hashtag
1: relatable moment is extremely relative and that I say that because, so we caught the end of the movie that was on right before this. I didn't catch what the title was, but we did notice that it ended with a dramatic, like, I love you scene in which the woman's like wearing like a sleeveless dress, oh, oh, yes. like a sleeveless, like knee length dress, like standing outside in the snow. And I'm sure that that was because she had to run out there spur the moment. but it was like, you should be shivering.
0: Um, so... And she was not. And she was not. she was not. She's declaring her love, and you can do that in any temperature, wearing whatever you like. Right, exactly. And so in this one, I did
1: appreciate that Belinda tended to wear, like, a pretty sensible winter coat. Now, she did not seem to believe in winter accessories. There was no hat, no scarf. There might have been gloves. I didn't catch if there were gloves. And I, I know I personally, you know, like having...
0: Especially if there's snow on the ground. Scarf, like, they built but... a snowman. I do think she had gloves for the snowman. That's good. I, but, I appreciate that. But, like... If you're going to play in the snow, cut down a tree, several outdoor things in winter, yeah, she should have been accessoried up a bit. But she did have a very sensible coat, I will agree. with Yeah, you, everybody was sensibly
1: that. dressed in this movie, and so I did appreciate that. That's really good. Okay, so I think that we're going to have to rewind a bit further than normal for this one, and that is because um, I, I don't really have a problem with Dustin and Belinda ending up together I don't really buy why they broke up to begin with to be honest with you so I think we actually need to rewind all the way back to college Uh, (laughs) Dustin instead of mysteriously like rather than like playing the martyr when he breaks her heart and like not telling her why because he didn't want to hold her back even though he was so heartbroken himself or whatever what if he's just honest And then what if they're both adults about it? And she's like, cool, so, like, we'll see how long distance goes or whatever. And maybe, like, I don't know, they seem to care about each other. Maybe they're that one couple in ten where long distance works.
0: That's right. And she can get her degree and maybe whatever. I think maybe she wavers a little bit. Because she ultimately is going to miss her hometown life, I think. And so, you know, maybe maybe she becomes, like, another museum curator or something or maybe she's gonna make the museum into like a big event venue and she can run the parties and he does the museum stuff or i don't know i, I we do feel like they're gonna end up back in the town together and live a very different life than they did apart because she t- and she'd be worried about his, his dad not being employed and how yeah. she could like help out with that maybe and I don't
1: have strong feelings about what she ends up doing for a living. And that's because it, it, no point is it like, oh, man, she's following her big city dreams being a realtor.
0: Yeah. Like, no, I don't no, think she. No offense for realtors. No, like, a job, but but that's like, fine. Like, it's a job like any other. She talks about but how not, she buried herself in work. But I think that was just out of, like, There's no indication, like
1: not because she loved her job. Yeah, there's no indication that she's like doing what she's doing out of passion. So I think that she could just as easily find another job that makes her happy, that allows them to be someplace geographically where they both want to be. And maybe that can maybe she can, I don't know, do real estate in their home. I don't know. People still buy houses and of course small towns. Maybe she's
0: like very successful at that in her pictures, like on all the park benches. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe she's one of those. So So, I mean, I
1: don't I, I don't have strong feelings about what she ends up doing for work I just feel pretty confident that like she can find something else because it's not like she was in one of those like pr- professions that you dream of being in from when you're a little girl or something like that um so I don't know so sh- she does something else and they're together and like at this point they're gonna have been let's say they were together for like two years of high school and now we're what like 10 years post high school they've been together over a decade yeah um by now let's say they just got married let's say they're
0: starting a family yeah and that, that's what we think that it's happened now. So we kind of come forward to maybe when this new, the scavenger hunt is happening in the same year as the movie we just watched.
1: Right. So did we just cancel out the entire movie? You may ask, like, did we just render this entire movie unnecessary? Well, no, 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 we didn't. We didn't. Sarah, would you like to tell us why?
0: Yeah. So I really thought it was interesting that Mr. Brogue was so like compassionate towards Belinda during the original film. And and I wanted to get to the bottom of that a bit, so
1: um, it all seemed rooted in his memories of her, of her mother. mother, which yeah. I would
0: thought that was a bit. I mean, maybe they were just friends. He he was slightly older than her father, mind you, but um, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't true. mean anything. Very true, especially for how we think we're going to take this movie. So so we come now, everything's fine. They still have their family, and Dustin and Belinda are happy. And like we said, maybe she's pregnant or whatever. And they still do the scavenger hunt, of course, and Belinda and Dustin, maybe it's like held out at the museum every year now, you know, there's slight changes to it because they've made it their own thing and they're super proud of it and and different people are potentially going to do it together. But right before the scavenger hunt is about to begin, Belinda maybe starts finding some like quite personal written clues for her own personal scavenger hunt, which Although was a similar Homework movie, which we talked about even last time, this one is going to be very, very different. Right. Because we think that when Belinda's mother passed
1: away, and it's very unclear when that was, by the way. It's not... I mean, it was definitely after high school. High school. So, I mean, because she definitely was around when Belinda and Dustin were together. So it's really not clear when that happened. But we think at some point, when she's like on her deathbed, she realizes that she really wants Belinda to know something that had previously been kept secret from her.
0: So Belinda's mother, we will start to reveal as the as the scavenger hunt goes on, is taking her down a memory lane of her own to tell her something that she was not able to tell her when she was alive. And that is that Mr. Brogue and her mother had an affair and she was the product of that at the time
1: i just never
0: told her that so so mr brogue is actually her real father and that's how when he sees her eyes he says they remind him of her mother and like that that actually you know was the inspiration for the fact that maybe he is is her real dad
1: i just want to point out that like the first time mr brogue comes on screen and he's like have your mother's eyes you must be Kristen's daughter or whatever like the second that happened for the first time sarah's like he's a real dad (laughs) and then like kept saying this like every time he came on screen for the rest of the the movie sarah's just like real dad yeah that's
0: definitely her real dad yeah Uh. So, so she'll go on this scavenger hunt and it obviously her mother didn't lay out the clues because her mother has been dead for quite some time so we have decided that the reason that they've decided to do it this year is because Tom Arnold, of course, the father that she thinks the is non-biological dead, father, right. right? Yeah. Um, he has now with Jenny and he's happy and he sees her and Dustin happy with maybe their kid that's unborn. And, you know, he just wants there to be all the right grandparents involved in this. And he knows he's he's known from the beginning, like he knew about the affair and
1: like everything was forgiven. But they just decided that like, I don't know, I think all parties involved decided it was less complicated to just like raise her as the child of
0: Tom Arnold,
1: Tom Arnold and Kristen or whatever the hell her name was. And so I think all parties involved knew about this and have like long since forgiven each other. It just like was something that and, was the secret and they're ready for it not to be anymore. May,
0: maybe it was just like a one off. She just ran off with him and like some crazy thing. Maybe like right before Tom Arnold and her got married, like a bit sort of graduate style, or you know, maybe they were swingers and so like may, maybe at a weird key party. Maybe, maybe you know, I mean, and you just there are lots don't know in these small t- towns. There's not a lot to you do. You just don't know exactly. There's not a so, lot to do in these and small every, towns. Every, they only do happen. the scavenger hunt once a year. And no, Chris, what do they do with
1: the so,
0: other three hundred sixty four so days anyway, So we think so she goes down this tr- this whole big personal scavenger hunt, which probably derails the traditional scavenger hunt. Maybe Dustin is doing that a little bit in the background, but i I don't think so. I think the actual scavenger hunt is like not really featured in this movie, and we just get to see the the clues that Tom Arnold worked with Mr. Brogue to like make sure they were all laid out. And then when they had like the big Christmas reveal, maybe Belinda was a little bit upset at first, but only for like three minutes because we're coming down to the last three minutes of the movie. And right. then suddenly everything's like magically happy. And they're, they, they, they should call the kid like it's gonna be a girl the baby will maybe be born in the last three minutes as well just to help and not call it whatever the mother's name was or
1: I think they said like Kristen that. I'm not don't I quote know. me on that I, I say into a microphone um <laughs> that's right but no I think and, you know we can still have that ending dinner scene with this exact same cast of characters really just yeah maybe- Jenny's
0: there Mr. Brogue is there Dustin and the pregnant girl or maybe with the baby now because I do think that would be a really nice little closure sure we, I feel the only thing that like we haven't really done this time which we really tried to do in our last movie is make her a stronger person but we did feel you know we in fact we took away her power hop potentially very powerful career to go live in this small town but to discover that you have been lied to your whole life. It, it added a little bit of drama. But of course, in the Hallmark way, we're going to make sure that it all ends up okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think that, like, this still allows her to have the best of several worlds. Like, she could still have a similar career, if not the yeah. same career. And it doesn't seem like she was particularly attached to the one she has in the original version of the movie. So, like, that's cool. She ends up with the same guy, but they spend, like, 10 less years, like, dicking around without each other. Right. Um. Which is fine. I mean... Hopefully they moved out of those train beds. Hopefully they move out of the twin beds by now. Everybody's happy. And the Tom Arnold character is with Jenny yeah. and Happy. And, 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 the, and Belinda,
0: of course, knows Jenny a lot better than she did in the first movie. Right. Because she's, because been, she's around been around the, the town. Home.
1: Yeah. And Mr. Brogue Time. is now joining the family and she's very happy with her two dads. and They're great and they get along. And and they're like, going to be two grandpas. And they're going to be two grandpas. Everybody's going to be a happy family. And I. And maybe think this is maybe nice we
0: learn something about his parents.
1: Maybe we do. They weren't. They didn't seem to be at that they dinner. I don't know what their they, deal they is.
0: They weren't there.
1: They, they live. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they do Christmas Eve, and her family does yeah. Christmas Day. Maybe it's Maybe one of those kind so trade off. Yeah,
0: one of those. But they didn't really feature in the movie. And if you think if you were in a small town, like at least one of them would have been around, you know, unless someone. I mean, I don't know what the budget away. is for each of these movies, but I imagine they didn't want to cast another set of parents. Well, and that's them. and it does confuse it sometimes if there's too many yeah. people because that does tend to happen. But and usually these movies are only with one side of the family and then they embrace the man who's we don't know where his parents are or vice versa right so that's kind of I think where we would wrap it up like just another happy ending Christmas dinner new baby named after the mother Kristen and Mr. Brogue and Tom Arnold are all happy maybe she's even Kristen Jennifer in like honor of Jenny oh maybe that'd be cute Like, and everybody, but then, oh, but Mr. Brogue's gotta find somebody. Maybe the mother of, maybe his, Dustin's mother is a widow now. maybe. And they could get together. I don't know, maybe. I feel like everybody doesn't
1: need to end up neatly paired off, you know? Like, some people, like, I think Mr. Brogue has just found something that, he's found something that's, like, more valuable. would pair him
0: off, but we probably shouldn't.
1: Right, exactly. Like, he doesn't just need, like... You know, he needed he her. doesn't need someone to share his bed, he needs a family to share his life and he just found that. Well,
0: and he was rich in the original movie, so now he has he can like pay for this kid's college. Sure, now like, he's got a grandkid to spoil. Exactly. So that I think would wrap up our red pen rewind rewrite to where we went sort of the prequel a little <laughs> bit. And, and 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 maybe in our movie we would flash back to when they got back together. After to cut into sure you know, in college, love a good flashback love a good we flashback would have a prequel moment because we don't think they got it right in the first instance not to mention that they like paused the scavenger hunt to tell that like they would if you're trying to win some kind of race you wouldn't have been like hey i'm really sorry that i never told you this thing 10 years ago that really derailed everything for us So I wanted to get rid of that particular scene (laughs) because it just seemed so impractical.
1: I think that, like, offended both of our competitive streaks where we were like, you guys have a scavenger hunt to win. You were on a schedule. And you're running out of daylight. You're running out of daylight, but except that you're not. Except that you're
0: not because it didn't matter.
1: But, yeah, I was afraid they were running out of daylight. They never did. But they never do. So, So um, yeah. yeah, Except for when it fits the plot for them to do so and we have a romantic moment of the Christmas lights or something. Yeah,
0: and and to be fair, the we've definitely seen it be dark. This yeah. one was just an exception for sure.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Because they had so much to get done. and They never run daylight. out of daylight if they need
1: daylight. Let's yeah. put it that way. Exactly.
0: So next week, we've got a couple of things on the table for next week. There's four new movies, of course, coming out two of which are on Miracles of Christmas, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, one called A Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas, the other one is called Holiday for Heroes, and then we have on the Hallmark Channel over at the Countdown for Christmas, A Mistletoe Secret, and Picture a Perfect Christmas. So we think that we're probably going to watch Picture a Perfect Christmas. We haven't 100% decided, but that's what we think we're going to watch. But... We want to predict what we would like holiday for heroes to be about.
1: Because let's just, let me start out by being very clear about this. I don't, we don't actually not know what this is going to about. No, be about. we this don't is even definitely, have to look at the
0: picture. No. It's, it's an armed services holiday. Like,
1: absolutely. We we know this. We're not stupid. We, we get it. However.
0: We don't think it should be that. What we would like it to be about. <laughs> Sarah, would you like to start? Sure. I think it's all the superheroes coming for dinner. So and it, Marvel, DC, whoever, like Batman's there, Captain America's there, Black Panther's there. You know, Marvel there. and DC
1: coming together could be very hallmarky y in a well, way. That's,
0: that's true, that's very true. I, I haven't incorporated the bad guys, so we have to have some moment where they can all save the day. But it's like, they're cooking together, we decided they give Alfred the day off, they're over at Bruce Wayne Manor, and they just are sitting down to dinner, to have and maybe maybe part of the movie is them planning this party with for all of their favorite superheroes and Batgirl comes and Wonder Woman and you know just every just the Hulk come? Probably. That's good. He, I like maybe my he like he's cute ship shapes into the Christmas tree and they like put lights on because oh, he's green. Oh my gosh. He would totally have so
1: much fun at Christmas. That's yeah
0: true. he could just like blend in maybe like Xavier's there. You know, I don't know, like Oh the, man, you yeah, have an X-Men. You gotta do some X-Men. We've forgotten about the X-Men. You, you, Even can, you could have like the oh, he would be the best. Man, but, a Deadpool Christmas would be so good. Well, and Wayne Manor is like the perfect place to have it because it would need to be the biggest table ever. Because you'd like have the largest convention. It's true. Of superheroes at a dinner. And maybe I, I maybe they all have to bring a dish to share. Oh yeah. What dishes do you think they would oh, bring on? And maybe they had to like make it with this but superpowers. They okay, can't, so like actually cook. First of all, I think Hulk
1: would like surprise everybody and bring something like super gourmet.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe he has some a-
1: sort of like really fancy ass hors d'oeuvre that took like hours and you had to use like a special like type of kitchen utensil that he borrowed from some like fancy ass French restaurant or something like that. Oh, maybe
0: that's what keeps him calm, we learned. Quickly,
1: right. Right. And so, yeah, because Hulk, like I just picture, he always does that where he'll just like out of nowhere do something extremely like non Batman
0: so. is going to be a nervous wreck about hosting this party, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: How, I mean, he's trying to f- figure out how how complex of egos all these people are going to have. Like, what are they going to talk about? Mm -hmm. You know, who's going to be saving the world if all these superheroes are at this Christmas dinner together? Because there's surely going to be a tragedy somewhere. Right. But maybe there won't
1: be, because Christmas miracles do happen. And Christmas is a
0: time for peace and harmony. But I think we're missing a really important part of this movie, and that is, um, where's the love? That's very true, because ultimately... What if... Maybe maybe Alfred and and Xavier get together. Oh, that
1: could be sweet. That could be sweet. I, I just want to make sure that that's an equal partnership and not too much of a partnership where Alfred's like playing the servant, you know?
0: Right. I no, just no, wanna... no. He's gonna find the superpower in Alfred, I think. Maybe oh, because he could... Xavier would do that, wouldn't he? Yeah, he that would, would have really him in nice his school and or at least ha- being such a you know instructor kind of guy. Yeah. Of of superpowers, I think he would be able to draw it out of it. That's
1: true. And Alfred, you know, he's. An older guy and he's like seen a lot of shit and like he spent he's a lot of time around Bruce Wayne grow up he's watched Bruce Wayne grow up and like he's watched Bruce Wayne make mistakes and Bruce Wayne's been kind of a dick sometimes yeah and I think Alfred would know not to like make those same mistakes and I think that he'd use his superpowers better because he's not some like one percenter who got his superpowers by being rich That's he's right. like you know he
0: did it the hard yards right? yeah Do we think that they come to dinner in their costumes, or are they, like, dressed, like, in in Hallmark Christmas clothes? So I picture it being, like, so you know what,
1: when you play, like, so I don't play a ton of video games, but my husband is, in fact, a person who plays a particular video game where they have different skins, meaning, like, different costumes that the same character can wear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I picture them coming in like their holiday skins. So, like the holiday version, version of, their costume. of their costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, maybe it has like extra tinsel or Christmas lights or sure. something or like that scene. And green and red color, even if that's not what they normally wear. Like
1: that scene in Captain Marvel where she's like changing the colors of her costume and the little girl is helping her decide what the yes. colors will be. There will be an option where it's like blinking lights. Yep.
0: Yep. They, you know? they have like the Christmas filter on their costume.
1: Yeah, they'll have like the Christmas filter because these costumes are always like nothing. The superheroes could have made themselves with any superpowers. No, really no, the, the, and they definitely require professional. And like I don't even know how some of them get into
0: them. No, that's without, a good question like question as well. Without a really good dresser. Because so I guess,
1: yeah, I mean, Tight. Christmas lights are the least of the technology that they could add to these. That's right. You like, know, they maybe, could add some lights. They could.
0: Maybe they have like those candles that they had on old Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. That they could actually have burning flames and they can sit down because, you know, they're a superhero and they can just carry flame on their body.
1: Yeah, that'd be sweet. And they could, um, they could even have things that like sing. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Like they could. Some ye olde Carolas. Oh, yeah. Who, who would sing? Alfred and Xavier. Oh, yeah. They, like- and. And of course, they, they will, will
0: fall, fall in, in love. love. And we'll see you next week for probably our personal review of Picture a Perfect Christmas, where we red pen rewind and rewrite that latest Hallmark Christmas movie. We are now officially on lots of social media. Check us out at com on Facebook at Hallmarked Up with Mary and Sarah, on Instagram at Hallmarked Up. And don't forget, we are now streaming on Apple Podcasts at Hallmark Up. So subscribe, listen, and review. See you next week.